coming to you from the Strings and Things studio in Ventura, California. This is the Strings Unraveled podcast. everybody hey everybody um this is our october episode when you're listening to this so happy spooky season um, Anne's favorite time of the year I, I well i think we've gotten you on board and katie's no slouch about halloween <laughs> hey i do I love halloween to, i didn't yeah. used to love halloween but i'm kind of starting to get into it peer pressure at its best <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all are having an influence on me. I'm still not gonna spend money putting it, putting decorations on on the outside of my house. But I don't do that for Christmas either. I so. don't decorate for anything. I love decorating. Yes. <laughs> I don't decorate the outside, but I dec- well, James decorates the outside. I decorate the inside. Right. I Although like, this year it's gonna be different. But I used to love the decorating, but it's the putting it all away that gets bothersome. So that kind of has tuned me off of any yeah, kind of decorating. It's not fun. But I'm I'm thinking it's worth about. It. Um, like, I'm really enjoying Halloween decorations, but I'm thinking about ones that I would just keep up all year. Like, yeah. if I just, if I got this thing, then it would just be part of our decor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so well, that's how I feel about Halloween decorations. I, I'm not opposed to them, but um, I just need to get everyone on board for This is just what our house looks like. Permanent. <laughs> yeah, like, I think you guys would like this. I meant to uh, capture a picture of it. Um, so we have, like, a big window into our kitchen like you know instead of a solid wall and it's a ledge that just catches stuff and so part Mm -hmm. of the kitchen redo was to get that cleared out I have my houseplants there um, which so far I'm averaging pretty well I've only killed like two of six nice yep Um, Mm. and one was sick when I bought it from the store anyways so I'm not really counting that one (laughs) okay so then there was like other stuff and I want it for cookbooks the other little tchotchkes and to look cute. So I wanted bookends for the um, cookbooks. Uh-huh. Couldn't find anything good. Cause, uh, like, of course, at all the, like, discount home stores, there's going to be bookends, you know. Oh, yeah. A whole aisle full of bookends <laughs> unless I want them. Yeah. So I couldn't find anything that I liked. There was the only bookends at Tuesday morning were two giant horse heads. <laughs> were they gold? Yeah. Did you see them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I've seen those. <laughs> I don't want them. No. <laughs> Um, partly because they take a lot of space. The other reason is I just don't want them. Um, and so I went over to Burlington Coat Factory, which is next door, and they, whoa, that place is picked over. Oh, yeah. Like, is, are they on the list of... I don't know, but one day I saw a line, like, out the door for it. So I don't know if they were having some big sale or something. Well, the whole store was 50% off when things could reopen. Uh Like, the whole store. Maybe that was just to get people back in the door and know that it was okay to be there. That's in several months, and it's very picked over. Anyway, so I found two ravens that have, like, little gold crowns, and they also had one prong off their crown, each broken off. Uh-huh. So I got a little discount on each of them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they look like Pear Dew. I love it. <laughs> so I have two pa- a pair of Pear Dews, and I put it so their beaks are holding the books. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's funny. Well, I know the supply chain still hasn't caught up to That could be places, too. You know. there, I mean, I remember seeing articles about places that, like, like, the being closed was very bad for 
those second like, yeah. second mm-hmm. run retailers. Yeah, because the first runs didn't get their stuff, so they don't have as much to pass on to the yeah. next level. Yeah. Right. So, so, which is so where I reside. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, um, I am happy with what ended up happening. Because I think it cost me $8 total for these things. That which good. is not what the bookends at Tuesday morning were going for. I think they were 40 or 50 bucks total. Oh, gosh. Which is not... Because wow. I think they were priced individually. Oh. And they were like 25 maybe. I don't know. I picked hmm. up a few different sculptures I thought could work for bookends. But I got my pair deuce. I'm happy. Nice. And you can keep them up all year. If you right. like a spooky house. Right. I mean, my house is full of cobwebs anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> there you go. Why not? <laughs> Well, if, that, if we're looking it. for cobwebs, and I, I could like set up decor in my garden because right. they're like taking over the tomato. Oh, that's probably where they areas. belong. Yeah, yeah. rather <laughs> than be outside than in the house. Except house spiders don't kill the house spiders; just knock down their webs because they keep the black widows away. Yeah, I saw. Normally, I like house spiders, and this particular one, I decided to look the other way, and it went its way, and I went my way, but it was big and it was black. It Mm. was not a black widow, Mm. I'm telling myself, Mm. because we haven't seen that kind in the house, and I certainly wasn't going to flip it over to look at its belly. Yeah. Um, I'm like, okay, I didn't see you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Some comic, like, there's tons of comics that have done the little, um strip on people being asleep eating spiders while they sleep. Right. And the one I oh, saw I most recently was these two spiders talking to each other like, oh, that's nonsense. We're not going to be climbing in their mouths. And then the <laughs> sleeping human just in his sleep grabs it and puts it in his mouth and chomps on it. So that's how we eat spiders <laughs> in our sleep. It's like sleepwalking. They only. don't just fall into my mouth. No, you're doing it on purpose, okay. Katie. <laughs> Oh, I keep thinking about that children's nursery rhyme. There was an old lady who swallowed a fly. <laughs> why did she swallow the fly? I don't I know don't why. Lie. I guess she'll she die. She swallowed the fly to catch the fly. Well, no, that's, she just swallowed a fly. Why did she swallow a spider to catch the fly? We could go all day. We could. We could. And then there's like endless variations. It's like when there. you give a mouse a cookie. Yes. <laughs> Which... Nobody gets that one at work because none of them have, you know, only you have kids. Only one person has children, and she's back. I'm so happy. Yay. Uh, so they don't know if you give a mouse a cookie. That's sad. Oh. I thought everybody knew that one. Well, then and I if tried. you give a moose a muffin? Well, there's a satire one if you put a pig in, you know, somewhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll have to look that one up. Uh, I didn't read it because I didn't really want this. I don't buy any books that reflect the current presidency, good or bad. <laughs> so I didn't want that one to soil the fun book. Uh, so, Karen, hi. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? It's, it's going all right. What are you working on? Um, I am working on sleeves, and I'm doing the. I'm t- using the. Anne, who gives me credit, <laughs> method of sleeves. It's a top-down sweater, but I'm doing the sleeves the other from the cuff up, so Yay. I can. Um, I'm doing sorrel um, by Wood and Pine, I think. Or I have no idea. Right. Yeah, Wood and Pine, Wool and Pine, Wool and Pine. I thought that didn't oh. sound right. It's two gals, um, and I love it. It was with yarn that I, long time ago, I guess I dyed myself, and I. Today I got to the I finished oh. up the bottom, uh, ribbing and it 
and I do like the look of the how stretchy a sewn bind off is. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, two hundred twenty eight stitches. It's a pain to try, in the butt. It's like wow. Okay, that's a lot. So, and I like to put them on two needles and do them more so more like grafting. Uh huh. So, but I didn't want to put all two hundred twenty. So I got two double points and just split them about 10, a 10 to 15 time. at a time. When I used all but the last ones of those, I slipped the... I did just, you use one long piece of yarn or did you piece... One long piece of yarn. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, and That's I did use the um, mohair with it too. Yes, I did. Oh wow. gosh. It's all... Is it time for a psychological check-in? <laughs> it was not. It, it looks gorgeous. It only <laughs> knotted on itself a couple times. Wow. So I... Because I... Because I separated where it was coming in with my finger, so I had more control over it. Nice. Because I learned, <clears throat> I've, I've been doing that with the cross stitch that I've been working on. So, I'm like I said, I'm doing the sleeves from the bottom up. But when I look at the sleeve instructions, <clears throat> it tells you to pick up your stitches and just, and turn it inside out and knit for 11 inches. And then if you want it to go longer, just do these decreases um, to your desired length every eighth round. But I'm like, okay, I don't know how many. But I have right, to know you're how working backwards. Oh, I'm not so. gonna tell you how to do that here. Can we not talk about how to do that here? Because it's gonna be a class in the future. Oh, awesome. Okay, okay. so I because I want to tell you how to how I do that. But okay. I'm not gonna tell you guys. Don't yet. give away your secret. I will Yeah, don't tell me how. <laughs> I'll tell you because remember the first time I did it, it I I'm, I think I'm finally in the mood to fix it. But my sleeves are about four inches too long. Because uh, I measured directly from my underarm, uh -oh. mm -hmm. and I tried my sleeve on right under, so uh -oh. I have a solution. And every sleeve from there on out, since the solution I came up with, has fit perfectly. Ooh, like perfect. a mystery. Well, so. I only have to figure out the difference between the eleven inches and my desired length. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, but and we're not going to talk no, about it. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not asking you to do it. <laughs> I and I had. I did figure out how many approximately that would be, but I did do it from under my arm. Don't do that. Okay. So that lets you guys know. Don't measure it from under your arm. Don't measure from your underarm. Yeah, I did from you. there to, and I used a straight ruler, which I, I probably oh did God. everything wrong. I can't wait <laughs> okay. to show. Because well, I, I did it what so I did wrong. <laughs> and then you're going to sign up to find out how to do it right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, so fortunately, I'm just on the cuff, Good. which is... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine. Oh, dang it. No, no, I didn't. So now... Well, I'm ready to do the first D. I still have to do a certain number of decrease of increases because I'm doing the opposite. I'm yeah, you have to get back to your okay. <laughs> but my rate, sleep but my rate of do. doing that might be different. Yeah, this okay. was a very organic plug. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> anyway. you want to talk about this thing you're doing because it's very exciting, right? Mm -hmm. But sorry, no. She's knitting and, a sleeve. Yeah, I'm knitting a sleeve, but I'm I and I reverse engineered. Um, and then when we get off the air, then I'm going to have, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to be a leech and suck her brain for yeah, no, knowledge. No, yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to well, clarify. For experience. Yeah. Experience. Where you have tread before, it's nice to know like where not to misstep, right? <laughs> uh, we all learn, it's true. We learn from each other's mistakes just as much as And mine will successes. be easy to fix, my too long sleeve. <laughs> You're working with mohair and fingering weight. Yeah, your sleeve that's would not be awesome to fix. And you're figuring it well, a fade. Well, I will tell you, the mohair by itself would be a nightmare. But pairing it with a when you pair it with a smooth yarn, it doesn't grab quite as much mm. on each other. I'm not. Wait, I'm careful. <laughs> I'm not convinced. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm careful how I rip out, I'm, because I've had experience with ripping out mohair. It's um. um 
I'm working on one other thing. <laughs> Changing, but also talking about Halloween. I'm, I've almost finished the first of four clues, and clue four came out this week. Oh, nice. <laughs> for um, a pattern called Midnight Way. And it's a street, it's a Halloween street, and it starts with, like, the witch who sells brooms, and then there's a cats and bats store. What is it? It's a cross-stitch. A cross-stitch. It's a cross-stitch pattern. But it was the one that I wore, I didn't even realize that you could get, you know, cross-stitch fabric that was dyed, Mm -hmm. almost tie-dyed in this gorgeous colors. I thought you were stuck with, like, plain, solid things. I just wanted tie-dyed the fabric now. <laughs> well, Karen's new business, tie-dye, no, no. tie-dye well, linen. The nice thing is I like the idea that you buy it and the edges are already finished. Ooh. They're already complete. So I don't have to worry about taping them and having the tape come off. And yeah, anyway, nice. anyway, but That's I'm kind fussy. of loving what you guys are doing. And so on. Kitty's got my colors and Anne's got something gorgeous over there. Well, I'm working on a hat. Um, I have been on a hat kick lately that I just finished one and then I cast on another one. I've been working through some like single balls that I have in my stash of just stuff. This is some of, uh, this is some hand spun that I made years ago. I don't remember. Oh. I have a feeling maybe you gave this roving to me like for Christmas a couple years ago. Oh yeah. I don't remember who it is, like who the dyer is, but it's like shades of blue and green and yellow and purple and... Um, I chain plied it into like a worsted weight and now I'm knitting up a hat. It's one of those skeins of yarn that's been like sitting in my stash for a long time and I was like waiting for the right project and then I thought, you know what, it's just... Is that something I gave you when you were, when we were at Anacapa? I don't remember. It probably. I, it's oh. probably that old. You know what those colors are? Those are from Malabrigo. No, it's no. not one of those. Oh, okay. Um, nah, I could look it up. Um, Whatever. It's... It was one of those yarns that I was like, kind of like saving and I uh, was waiting for the right project, but then I just decided someday that it was like, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to knit it into a hat because it, it deserves to be something. Nice. Um, it's very pretty. I just looked it up on my Ravelry because I entered it in my Ravelry. All it says is so winds organized. of, well, I didn't write who dyed it. It just mm-hmm. says winds of change. I don't know who the dyer oh. was, but. Winds of change. That would have been, I don't think I gave that in 2019 then. No, I'm, it's, this says I made it in January of 2016, so it's old. Oh, I don't know. The problem of two circulars. Oh, well, no. The phone <laughs> it's like, dang. She knitted She made a classic tips. mistake. Classic. Classic. That's okay. So I, I just, just slipped this other end on here. Your yarn is a year old almost. That's yeah, right. Because we so dyed it when we did the... Bad. The autumn colorway, right? Mm-hmm. Did we? Yeah, yeah, we did. Well, right after that, we had a we had a dye. Oh no, yeah, we, we did, did it when we dyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, no, it was after Christmas. It was oh, after okay. Christmas because oh, okay. because part of Christmas was we could have like a gals dye night. Oh, yep. Yes. It was before the world came before the apocalypse happened. Oh yeah, happened. yeah, we dyed yep. our um, that chunky yarn that came yeah, the, the colonnette. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. And it's not even a year old. You've barely, <laughs> you've barely had that yarn. <laughs> hey, if I push it, this sweater will be done in the year that I dyed the yarn. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. I could totally do that. It's, uh, oh, I don't want to jinx myself. <laughs> I, yeah, but you know. And you only have sleeves to do. You should be done by the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, Karen. Okay, today's Wednesday. Yeah. I'm not that great. We'll give you till next Wednesday. Sleeves should be Ooh, four, that's four pretty yarn. Um, so this is the other thing I'm working on slash not really working on, but I <laughs> cast on and it's, it's on my needles. It's a Halloween color. So this it. is, um, a pattern called Miss Ziggy. 
by a designer called Skananigans, like shenanigans, but Skananigans. And it uses four colors of... Ooh, that's cute. Sock yarn or fingering Ooh, weight. Oh, it's cute, it's cute. So it's, it's like a, a bat wing. And you got bat colors. It's it's just that's like a of... drop shoulder with like oh, a fitted sleeve, it's I think. The, it's just the way she's... Um, so I have like an orangey, gray, black, white color from Candy Skein. I don't remember if I still have the... I don't have that thing anymore. And then I have our... Oh, yes. Yeah. Hol- whatever our we harvest. call this. Autumn... Harvest Party. Harvest Party. Our Harvest Party color. And then I also have a... I think I do something with our Harvest Party. Like a Ooh. greeny black. So I have those three. And I need a fourth. I don't know what the fourth is going to be, but there will be a fourth at some point in there um, that I either have to shop for or I dig around in my stash a little bit more for. But I might have something for you. But yeah, I, I just have to look. I haven't looked in my office yet, but... I, I also it. haven't really worked on it. I have about two inches done. <laughs> when I started it, I realized... Is bottom up or top down? It's top down and you knit like the back to the underarm and then you pick up stitches and you knit the front to the oh, underarm and then I you like join those. it. Yeah. So um, it has more of a fitted look sort of. Yeah. It has short rows for the shoulders. So it's like a little more fitted in the top, I guess. Um, but then I realized how slow a fingering weight what giant gauge, pullover gauge, was going to yeah. be. Um, I don't know. Uh, whatever the pattern said. 26. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So that that's why I haven't, it hasn't grown very much. I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't think I'm going to finish it this autumn. So maybe it'll be next autumn yeah. sweater, but that's you the other thing that I You have to get your wear out of your pumpkin sweater. I know. I saw my pumpkin sweater today and it was like 110 degrees. <laughs> so I think my pumpkin sweater it needs to so wait another couple hot. weeks. Yeah, soon though. Uh, yeah. It was hot yeah. today. So I my wish... motivation for doing the sleeves in this method was because I just finished a separate <laughs> sweater where I did not do that and I had the entire sweater on my lap yeah, while that I'm doing makes the a sleeves difference. and it's been freaking hot. Yeah. And even the air conditioning blowing on you was not enough to counteract a hot oh, sweater. A whole pile your... of mohair. <laughs> mo- yeah, no. and you're you're never gonna do your sleeves any other way. I, that's my prediction. Um So those are two things that were I on. wish that I, I love knew this. About I'm writing a pattern with this. Well you know about it now. Um, I think it's new. It might be like a month or two old. The yarn that I want is sold out. So, mm. How much uh, does it take of each one? One skein of each, unless for the very largest size, you might need two for the top. But she's using Ooh. skeins that are like 400 yards a piece. Oh, yeah. So That's... I think I have like 460 in mine. And Nice. Yeah. So ideally, um, it's one skein of each four colors. Hootmits? Like hood couture, uh-huh. Uh-huh. she had um, a color palette that was uh, one tequila, two tequila, three tequila, four. Uh huh. And, <laughs> and I had it. So was it four different colors, or was that one? Four colors. Oh, that would be yeah. perfect for this. And it's a pretty kind of rainbow fade that goes like a soft yellow for one tequila, and mm-hmm. then uh, like it's white with speckles, really. Then two tequila is more yellow. Three tequila is yellow. Um, no, I'm sorry. Two tequila is yellow with speckles of pink. Three mm. tequila is like pink with speckles of the yellow and gold. And then floor is all the colors, but mostly blue. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that sounds fun. Uh, it's very pretty. And I hate, then she also has who drank all the tequila and tequila blackout. And then I think there's one more <laughs> silly one. Tequila but all blackout. six of those look really good together. So mm. I was like trying to figure out something with all six. And then I was like, stop it. <laughs> Bad so, idea. So I put it all back, and by the time I came, like, had second thoughts about it, floor was sold out. Mm-hmm. So, no, thank you. Can't oh, do what it. a bummer. Yeah, can't do it. Which is good. That was the outcome I should have. Um, 
I am working on. What's her, what is her name? That's Boyland Networks. Boyland. Mm -hmm. What is her is that name? Rattlesnake? Caitlin Hunter. Caitlin no, that's Hunter. Not uh, no. Um, this is High Lonesome, which came out last Hi, week. High Lonesome. And um, I'm trying to make it for Alexander. His birthday is October 10th. It doesn't have to be done on October 10th, but it's a lot better than last year when I said on his birthday, let's pick yarn for a sweater for you. So mm -hmm. I'm going to be, I mean, there's like a slim chance after the newsletter's out that if I just knit like the wind for, from October 1st on that sure. I could be done because I'm most of the way done with the yoke. I have 10 rounds of the yoke left to do. And it's really fun. Like all yoke stranded things are. Ooh, what's that other thing that's really um, pretty? This oh, that's, I know is, what it is. Yeah, I this know what is, it is. Uh, autumn turnover. I love those colors. That's is super it, is fun. Is it going to be a class? It is a class. Yep, that was a good suggestion. Um, it's a class on the coming newsletter that you probably have seen already. Uh, mm -hmm. So sign up now. It's a, <laughs> a pattern that I designed for the Yarn Over Trucks um, club last year, this time last year. And uh, the sample uses colors. apple tree knits but i'm using like a lion brand twist cake or something it's this one that didn't stay at michael's very long <laughs> but it was so pretty it's like a almost like what weight is that it's worsted but it's supposed oh. to be dk okay mm. pattern's supposed to be dk but mm, i'm doing it in cascade 220 and this yarn and it's fine um so this is my sample i'm doing my videos off of nice it, this hat does not fast hat so no. If you want a fast hat, don't knit this hat. It's made of sections of double knitting and brioche, which both... Both take a long time. <laughs> they both take a long time. Yeah. But, but they're very worth it and really satisfying and very fun. Yeah. But you're knitting two hats at once. It's a completely reversible hat. Well, that's exciting. Then I talked about this last... Oh my gosh, week. you're into the body already. Yeah. So I would be further on High Lonesome, mm -hmm. but I could only put my hands on one seven inch circular needle or seven inch um us seven which is what i got gave I was like, what do you need a seven inch needle for <laughs> torture um oh, <laughs> knit your sweater on this needle oh, wow <laughs> well, sounds horrible i mean the punchline is i don't like a nine inch because i feel like in dainty because my fingers don't fit on the needle right. shaft so i have to have my pinky out like i'm fancy mm -hmm. <laughs> um so i came home on i don't know saturday or sunday night and my middle son was like that's not what you're working on last night whatever i was working on mm -hmm. uh -huh. where's the thing you're working on last night which i should take notice of his interest and maybe i'll make him a, one in a different color way <laughs> it'll go faster because he's smaller yeah uh so anyway he says why aren't you working on that i'm like well uh knitting policeman um <laughs> i don't worry about it right i don't have the right needle so I'm waiting to, for the right needle to come. And he oh, yeah. just looked at me like... You should say, lawyer. Right. You know, he looked at me like, you don't... He was cogitating on, you don't have you don't the, have right, the needle. right needle. And then I, I could read his mind, so like, I looked back at him. a gazillion needles. It's... Right. I looked back at him and said, okay, look, in truth, I can't find the right length needle. There you go. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, that sounds better, Mom. Uh, so anyway, I needed a longer. Cause oh, this that's scary is... when your kids really, really, really know you. Yeah. <laughs> this is the 59-inch size, which I think is the third from the largest. Because mm -hmm. uh, it's a little bigger than the, the cat sweater, than the simply sim simpler sinister sweater I made him. But it's going swimmingly. I'm using very cheap yarn. 
This is a yarn. The main color is a yarn from uh, Hobby Lobby, whose name I don't remember. And the other one is a Red Heart. Oh. And it looks like a Noro. Yeah, I was wondering what that was. Only it's way softer. It looks softer. And it's, I went with 200% acrylic yarns. 200%? Yeah, they're both. Two oh, yarns well, yeah, that are 100%. 200%. Yarn one is 100% and yarn two is 100%. 200%. I give, I give 120% of my effort. <laughs> What's the other 80%? Uh, so it's very inexpensive because he revealed to me the first sweater I made for him when he turned 13. He never wore it. He really, really liked it. But I was like, did I stress you out too much about how to take care of it? And he's mm. like, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> sweater number two that I gave him last year is out of Arroyo. Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to let me wash it when he wants it washed. But this time I looked at these yarns. The pattern had just come out earlier in the day. I'm like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. So he still shouldn't machine wash it. No. Because not, right. not even if it's a sweater. It's a hand I mean, he sweater. can machine wash. Hello. No. No, it's a hand I mean, sweater. You can machine, you can wash, machine it, wash it and lay it out lay to it dry. Out flat to dry. If it's acrylic, you can machine wash it. You can, it. but don't put it in the dryer, kid. Um, I mean, asterisk, you should hand wash all your garments, but like, yeah. it's fine to probably yeah. machine wash an yeah. acrylic sweater, but asking a young adult to, to hand wash everything might be a bit much. So, there you so go. here is my, <gasps> that is so cool. Rattlesnake, which I, love I talked all the about cacti. wanting to start last time. You love know, it. It's my youngest son would love that in those colors. Nidosophy. Yep. Uh, whatever her name is. Uh, sorry child. guys, people my who brand. My youngest child. Your youngest child would love this sweater. Sorry for the people who brand themselves so well that I can only think of their brand name. Sorry. Uh, Jamie Hoffman is her name. Well done, Katie. Oh. So it has a little rattlesnake rattler uh, texture. It has a diamond pattern, and then it goes into the Saboro cactus. And um, I'm doing it all in fingering weight, and it's working fine. I love it. <laughs> so you know, it's not a problem to do stranded on a fingering weight sometimes because a pattern keeps you so engaged, wanting to get to the next part of the the chart. Some, sure, I find it's kind of yeah, but so wasn't I was that supposed to be about DK? The gauge. Yeah, <laughs> the pattern's written for a heavier. Yarn. I got gauge. What I was worried about wasn't so much as maintaining gauge as how the fabric would look. Oh, I think it'll look. Oh, right. yeah. when you block it, it looks fine. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. But, and when it blocks, it's going to look better. Um, so I'm very happy with it. I used um, Jojo Land is my dark green, then my lavender orchid and my blue and white sky perfect sky color. Yeah, like, could you get a more That's perfect a good sky. sky color? Those both came from Lady Lady Die, and Ooh. then the fourth color is this kind of golden wheat color. I think that's how you, when I showed it to you mm-hmm. last time, you threw out the word wheat, and I don't remember what this one is. <laughs> It's a German yarn that... Was it one of those Jawool? Jawool? No. Maybe. Oh, it's um, it's a Regia. Mm. Schaschenmeyer. It's called Merino Yak. Nice. So you get 437 huh. yards. It's wool, polyamide, and yak. 58% wool, 28% polyamide, and uh, 14% yak. Okay. And it is... Like, this color actually I wrote on the band Butter. No. That would no. be some gross butter. But it looks like butter on toast. Okay. And I'll give you the, or like on a waffle. It feels buttery. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, but butter is to the feel. Because this will look like butter <laughs> to like, me. Please don't serve me that butter. No. <laughs> I don't know. Brown butter, brown butter, stuff cooked in brown butter oh, is that's delicious. Right. Yeah, sure. there you go. Brown butter. But it doesn't say brown butter. No. So it's real tight on whether or not I would need another sleeve. Because like each. Another skein. A skein. Thank uh-huh. you. 
How many how many arms do you have? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have a Sometimes I wish I had more. Um, so I think what we could do if we had like one or two more arms. When I was a mom, I think you'd probably need pairs. Yeah. When I was a new mom, I daydreamed that like each child you had would give you another set of arms, and that would be like normal. Mm, that would just be normal. more work, though. The more arms you have, the more work you can do. Yeah. Um, it's not always. I mean, I wanted things to carry because I didn't drive when he was that little, so. And we walked a lot of places. Mm. Um, but High Lonesome's real fun. Um, I'm thinking about making another one for me, but um, doing like a little life stitch through the whole mm, sweater. That would be with awesome. The, with the rest of this, because I don't think this is going to use all of it in my size. I'm only like two sizes smaller than him, but I'll still have a lot left over. Mm -hmm. And it will make the body more interesting. Like that's my one complaint yeah. about this sweater is like Jupiter was also by her. So fun, the whole sweater. Yeah, but yeah, that's the problem with the yoke colorwork sweaters is that you do the yoke first, and then there's no carrot to keep going. It's just a right. sea of stockinette stitch ahead of you. One tiny carrot. There's a cable in the ribbing. Oh whoa! <laughs> there's a what? There's a two stitch cable oh, in the ribbing. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> that carrot's not enticing <laughs> enough for me. True. <laughs> Quick question. Yes. Remind me, which one of you does the intro to Stranding that is on Independence of Anne? That's mine. That's what I thought. Because I've, I've got a pattern I'm working on for November, and I'm highly encouraging people to take your independent study intro oh, yeah, to Stranding. So, so they'll be ready to do... Um, I'm doing a scarf designed with Wonder Fluff, which is really, really fun. It's a um, an alpaca wool fiber that's like shot through a tube mm -hmm. um, oh yeah that stuff's yummy it's yummy so I'm going to do um, some a couple things out of that and for November for November but anyway yes put in a plug for the independent studies yeah thank you that's like I really hadn't thought about it because that's nice that those are always this there those yes I was thinking about that for another class I was planning I was like oh I could just recommend that as a prereq yeah before they take that. So yeah, it's a good uh, yeah. resource to have. So if you haven't noticed, what we're talking about is we, since we made these wonderful video playlists for the classes we're teaching workshops attached to, um, you can order any of the classes that we've um, done in the past and made available as independent study and just work through the videos at your own time. Yeah. And, and, and they're available whenever they're always yeah. up there and to I've purchase And I've really good feedback from, a from actual students <laughs> who have said that they... Um, felt really comfortable with the with the knowledge that we've imparted so well there Makes you go good. yep cool well is um, that all that you're fun. working on do you want to <laughs> jump into what did we finish oh no because i have one more thing i'm working on that okay. didn't make it into what what have we finished so everybody's made quarantine blankets or started mm -hmm. quarantine blankets i've started at least three yeah i have not had the focus for that that's impressive it doesn't take a lot of focus to start a blanket. That's true. My, my focus is just, if I could finish, I funneled my attention towards just finishing things that have been laying around. That's good. So, um, so I may be shooting the beginning crochet videos, got me in a granny square kick. So I've been starting granny square blankets. Nice. <laughs> which I get bored with at 10 mm -hmm. rounds. And I've mentioned in the past I have like one that I'm making out of Malabrigo that's all like so many wonderful colors of Malabrigo. Um, variant stitch. Go for that. No. no. I'm doing a <laughs> You're granny still on the square blanket. Can. <laughs> you can do more of a variant crochet, which is gorgeous. 
uh, but I need to finish the thing the thing I started as Granny Squares. So uh, walking through, I don't know, one of the stores, I walked by this mandala yarn that I have not seen before. Oh, is that Hawaiian yeah. brand? Color, it's in a yeah. colorway? It, yeah, and it feels different. It's like, um, hmm, what is it like? I don't know if I've touched it, but I've seen it. It's smoother than weekends and springier, and it's 100% acrylic. It's like mm. one of those smooth, springy, fully energetic acrylics that has no no crunchiness and no mm -hmm. squeak to it, but it's 100% acrylic, and it's just smooth. It feels like a nice nylon yarn, kind of. Mm -hmm. I felt that way about their, about, light, about their cupcake yarn. It didn't have any... You didn't know... If you don't know... If, some acrylics have, or nylons even have a very crunchy, plasticky yeah. feel. But this, the newer stuff, like the cupcake, also I didn't, I didn't think, oh, this was acrylic at all. I just thought it was. It felt like a really nice yarn in my yeah, hands. Yeah, the cupcakes still like make me think of woolly yarn, though. Mm -hmm. This one it's has like a super very smooth, smooth. Yeah. without being mm. slick or shiny. It's just smooth. Mm. It's nice. It's smooth. It's plied. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I'm thinking about it now. It's probably like. At least an eight ply, right? With with like a tiny ply, like each of those is plied. Um, anyway, so it's delightful and very smooth. It's the mandala ombre, because I was looking at that. Like they have a ton of new mandalas that like there's a speckled one, and that's still kind of a woolly feeling yarn. Anyway, woolly woolsy, like woolies, I mean like, or I mean like like furry. Yeah, like think encore or oh, oh yeah. Okay. Or, I'm looking at the texture of, or the like a picture of it, and you yeah. kind of see from the picture that it's. How would you describe that? Like a thousand tiny plies. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. it just looks kind of like a fuzz. No, 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 no fuzz. No fuzz. I did have like a tiny ball of it somewhere. Oh, yeah, just nice and smooth. It looks nice. I like oh. that it's not shiny because yeah. a so lot of times I feel like like that can be too shiny. Right. Yeah. There's. It's not shiny at all. <laughs> I was thinking when you say shiny, I was thinking about that reflective. Oh, not that kind of shiny. That yarn was so fun. Yeah. Where you like, it had the reflective You go in the dark it. and it's like looking like when you didn't shine a dark. flashlight on animals and their eyes. Yeah. How that weird. It was a flash effect because it flash. was a reflector. Yeah. yeah. So I loved like showing people what it did mm -hmm. by taking a flash picture of it and showing it to them. Or they'd see it happen when you took the flash picture too. Yeah. I'd be like, never... whoa. My father-in-law never got, ex has never gotten excited about anything yarny that I'm doing until I made Alexandra a hat in the black of that. Uh -huh. And I was like, and they're like, oh, that's a nice hat. And I was like, Whatever. but wait, watch this. And then he's like, whoa, and his eyes got big. Like it's I done a magic Yeah, I knit my dad a hat out of that. Cause I was like, this is right up his alley. Yeah. I have a hot and pink one. It was really a, it's like. a safety thing for if you know mm -hmm. people that work at night or are out and about. Yeah, he would walk home from school and walk to the bus early in the morning, and mm -hmm. I worried about him. So um, I made a granny square of <laughs> – funny you should bring that up because it's two strands of – it's two yarns, this great ombre, and then – Dun, 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 another red heart. Oh. <laughs> it's a red heart super saver with one strand of gold metallic. Hmm. And that's what red oh, heart Oh, I means. saw that on, I saw that on your Instagram, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. This red heart feels better than usual because it is a super saver. Think, it really I depends think, on the color. I think so. Up in their game. Well, they have no. better yarns. Because, yeah. but really, the super saver is a classic, but it depends yeah, on the color. Some of them are bad. The same. Some of them are not yeah. 
So this one's softer and more flexible. I don't know if like having this plot, maybe one of the plies is replaced by the metallic. And so it's not as uh -huh. solid. I don't know. Um, so one strand of black or one row of black, one row of this color. I picked Serene, which must be the most popular color. Because mm. when I went back for more, there was no more. And I went to three stores, like three different uh -huh. stores, um, not just three Joann's or whatever. Um, so I had to order it on Amazon because I got all the way around and I had chosen an orange to make a little pumpkin edging. I have found a crocheted pumpkin edging mm -hmm. and it looked terrible. So Aww. I had to buy more of the Serene on Amazon. I had to buy three more because no one was selling one more. You had to buy like a pack? Yes. And uh, Lion Brand is on a, like we're slip shipping slow. Right. Because of COVID timeline. And I thought I might finish it by tonight. Ha ha. Yeah. Best laid plans. <laughs> but I can't wait. And so I'm putting a pumpkin edging. Uh -huh. This pink and orange that so looks like a sunsetty thing. Um, and then I've always wanted to use the pom-pom edging that you do by like doing a chain and then uh, uh, like a triple or a triple or a double crochet cluster. Like a bobble? Yeah. Uh -huh. That's what yeah. I meant to say. Um, bobble chain. Bobble yeah. chain. And it looks like little I love that. crocheted pom-pom. Oh, cool. Cute. Anyway, so that's the other thing I'm working on. All right. But actually, I've been pretty tame. Yeah. Usually, you have more than that. No. Yeah. Well, we could do what have we finished. Yep. Karen, what have you finished? I finished two sweaters. <laughs> One of them was something that I was a I was it was a it was supposed to be a test knit for Gigi Lagome. And it's called Beats and Bones. And I got all of the body. It started early. I started like in November. And it was supposed to be due in March. So I thought, good, I'm getting ahead of things. I got through the body. And then I started to do part of a sleeve. And then COVID hit and everything changed. And there it sat. And so I did not make my deadline by any means. And then, That's beautiful. And then just this month, I picked it up. And I've done two sleeves. Love it. And... Um, t tension on one sleeve and versus the other one when because there's a some stranded part at the bottom um, you just it reflects my mood yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> sometimes it just depends sometimes on the it's day. just yep. my mood yep. but um, I thought the way the way this is written is really nice because instead of having to do increases or decreases to adjust the tension like I mo most of the sweater is done on fives but I go up to a six in the stranded section because stranded can be a little tight. Um, and then I go down to fours. Um, at least that's what I did because I got gauge on a five. Uh -huh. I think she calls for a different needle, but I, you know, it's whatever you get gauge on. So I am looking forward to, it's got some blue and sparkles. The only thing is one of the colors um, was unexpectedly slubby when it wasn't supposed to be. Mm. But it's okay because um, I connected with the, with the place where I got it. I mean, like noticeably. Oh yeah. Ooh. And it's not it's not typical for this particular yeah. yarn. I don't want to say because I don't what the yarn is because I don't want to give him a bad a bad name because it's great yarn yeah. and I will love this yarn and do more of it. You just got a off. Skin. I just got an off one, but and I could have just stopped and ripped back, but I'm like I would have had to, I'm so close to finishing. Mm -hmm. I'm like. I thought, at first I thought, oh, I'll just live with it, you know, because I'm so close to finishing, I just, I don't want to send it back. And then I have most of, I, I, you know, I got to the last 
four inches of my last sleeve. So I didn't use that much. But then I started winding off to see if there's any more slubs. And I got to slub number five and six. I'm like, yeah. Mm. I'm going to take up their offer to get new to get a different. But I've got another skein of this coming. Nice. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with it. But if you know me, it's sparkly aqua blue. It's a good color. Beautiful. It Wait, would be a great sky for Reynolds Day. It would be a sky, yeah. Um, tell us about the sweater because we have, you know. Okay, so the sweater is a top-down stranded um, knit, and it's got um, a just a rounded yoke. So you've got the increases are very well hidden into the design itself. Yeah. I, um, it's you really can't you can't look at it and go oh there's designs there's the increase it's just really well hidden it's got like the background color and one color along the yoke uh, one thing I did differently because I just like the look of it since it was a special kind of cast on the cast on was the opposite of a uh, sewn bind off whatever so tubular cast on tubular cast on but I did it with two colors mm -hmm. Um, so I've got a little pop of color along the top. I'm not fond. It looks really pretty. But, like, in execution, I am not finding myself fond of that cast on because it's hard to, like, keep your edge even. It depends on the project. It looks really good if you're knitting at a relatively tight gauge. Anything, like, like in a sweater like that mm -hmm. where you're going up a little bit and for, like, a looser gauge, it just... Yeah, yeah. I, it can you be can a little see, messy if you're not you careful. You can see where I started and stopped because it's not mm -hmm. as tidy. And you can see where I finally got the rhythm of what I was doing because then it's nice and pretty. And then mm -hmm. I came back around the, horn, around the horn into the station here. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. that's not too great. I like but it over, for like a hat that's or in the something. Back, so, and my hair is going to cover that. So who cares? Yeah, it looks fine. Yeah, it looks um, great. But then whatever color I have in the top becomes becomes a, 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 a like a, a just a broad... Stripe, stripe, background, background stripe, and everyone thinks this is brown, but it's not brown. Is it like eggplant. It is an eggplant. That's excellent. It's eggplant. It's like a grayish, the... brownish, purple color. Yeah, except there really is no brown in it, but maybe it feels more brown because I, I think have, next to that, because like I tannish, like off antler. white. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's it, almost identical colors, but instead of the plum or aubergine here. She had like a, like a bright orange, mm, a pink, but I was like, I don't know if I would wear the orange. <laughs> you this I like that dark wear. contrast. I think it looks, it yeah. really shows it really that like geometric mm -hmm. pattern. I like it. So Beautiful. I finished that. And also the sleeves are like, here's right here under the arm. You have two or three increase decreases and then nothing. Yeah. You get, it's like just plain knitting around and around and around, which is probably, I didn't have to keep track of decrease every eighth row or whatever there was none that, of that it was just around and around and around and yeah because then it would have gone this way well this one i don't think i could do it going up because she has this really neat little detail that transitions between the stripe to the ribbing mm. I see. Mm -hmm. it's slip one yarn over knit one Pass the slip stitch over both, mm -hmm. both the yarn over. And but the... you did it going that way, in the neckline. Yeah, I did. Oh, so I guess it would look the same. <laughs> it's pretty. Either way, Either I'm sorry. Way. Rip your sleeves out. Do it the other way. So, <laughs> no, I did. I did exactly what I'm the just, pattern said. I'm to joking. Bleh. 
So what else did you finish? I finished my own pattern. Woo! I've got um, a Cardia vest, and I got um, the yarn is from Knit Circus, and it's super fun. The top is a speckle called We Scare Because We Care. Cute. Um, and then the bottom is one huge monster. The whole bottom from the armhole down is just one skein, one 1,200-yard skein that I still have extra. I didn't even use it all. Um, and I just want to see how far I went. And I used the contrast color around the the neck and, and the sleeves. And I really like that because the other would have been okay. It goes this, really good with that speckle. It, it looks fantastic. It's perfect with the so, speckle color at yeah, the top. It goes with it. And otherwise, this, this color would not have gotten represented at all because right. I didn't get to it. That was the end the of the ombre. cake? Huh? The end that of the cake. That was the end of it? Yeah. So I got to throw it in there. It's cute. So I'm going to get some pictures of it. Mm. And I had nice. just as much fun planning the stuff to go with it when I, mm -hmm. when I do photo shoots. Uh, then I do the actual item itself. So that's the Cardia vest, and I'll have an updated version of it. You can get it on Ravelry, but these beautiful colors won't be visible till next month. But I finished two sweaters. Nice. nice. That's awesome. One of them, okay, so Cardia, I actually started and finished nice oh that's awesome yep as opposed to these others that i'm finishing i i i'm in i'm in a kick to finish sweaters so i have a bunch if you want if like you can run out of things to do <laughs> i have so many i have so many sweaters that are languishing saying somebody give me attention but before i get to east creek which <clears throat> ann had mentioned it, was which, it finished it, I'm on Sleeve Island is it, there. Is it, it's not finished. It so. No, it's on Sleeve Island. Nobody, it's a timeout. Nobody blah. cares right now because it's not finished. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We're in finished project uh, <laughs> section. <laughs> I, just have, I just have yarn. I have a project with yarn that Anne gave me that I oh. that is my next. Nice. That's so the target of my talk, next finished object. So next, next month. That's exciting. I can't wait to see that. Never know. Well, I have a whole bag of things I finished. My goodness. Um, so the first thing is this big giant sweater. It's gorgeous. So this I saw that on Instagram. I posted it, it on Instagram fabulous. today. It's triple wow. stranded. <laughs> um, <laughs> I couldn't tell how. You want to feel it? <laughs> oh, I hurt my back. Yeah, I know. It's real chunky. Um, I couldn't tell the texture of it from the picture. <laughs> yeah, it's um, triple stranded DK weight. Um, size 11 needles nice so i used a yarn uh karen skinny cakes which is like their karen cakes but it's their like dk weight so it's all the same color like three skeins color of the same way. color i just uh like alternated where they oh. were um and the pattern is called the that's clever the pattern's called the jupiter jumper i love it by the knit edit, which I I looked in my notes from last month's podcast, and I had a note to talk about the knit edit as one thing I was obsessed with. I don't know if I did or not. I don't. I think don't so. think you did because I haven't heard of it. Right. What so she's a she's a designer. She only sells her patterns on Etsy, unfortunately. I looked because the pattern wasn't in Ravelry, but I follow her on Instagram, which is why I saw it. But she designs like other big chunky sweaters like this. I think she has maybe three or four different sweater patterns, like a cardigan this pullover a different pullover and then she has like a I think she has like a new hat they're all very simple silhouettes mm -hmm. so they're great for like a beginner which is like about as much as my brain could handle last <laughs> week or whenever I knitted it um 
And this has a tubular cast on for the hem, oh. which we were just talking about for the sleeves and the um, bottom. And then I just did a regular bind off for the top because I didn't feel like thinking about doing a sewn bind off. Looks good. So I finished that. And then um, I, after I finished that, I didn't really feel like picking up a big project. So I knitted a hat because I needed a gift for somebody. So I knitted a hat and then I gifted it and then I was like, that was fun. Let me knit another hat. And <laughs> so I think I'm up to seven hats in <laughs> like a week. One a day, huh? Pretty Hat's much. Day. Let's see what you got. Um, so the second one, so the first one I knit was in um, Ooh, one of those. Pretty. Oh, the mini, the little mini thingies by Karen. Yeah. Uh, was it was Karen or? I have to look it up. It's, yeah, the Karen Pantone little skein sets. Mm -hmm. um, so the first one I knit was one of those. It was like a Fair Isle pattern. This is my second one, which I did helix stripes of four different colors, I think. Maybe it was five colors. One, two, three, five. Helix stripes of five colors um, with a blue brim. So that's just like a basic beanie. And then I knit. Ooh, I like that one. This is with Brooklyn Tweed Shelter in two colors. And it's a pattern. It's a really pretty green. Yeah, it's like a sap, mossy green. It's got little pops of orange, mm -hmm. in, but mostly it's, like the, it, I like thought it was good because they looked like, like a good autumnal kind of fall tree. Mm -hmm. This pattern is called Banff or Banff. B a n f s. Banff. Um, the Banff. Banff. <laughs> um, by Tin Can Knits. So I did that, and then this one was number three. This is leftover. Madeline Tosh Chunky from a sweater I knit, and it's just like a seed rib basic. I think the pattern for this was called Manhattan. It was like free on Ravelry. <laughs> um, so I did that. And then this is somebody donated some scrap ball, leftover balls of this yarn from Monos called Serpentine, which is like their Monos Classica, but it's uh, merino, so it's super oh, soft. The um, colors are so pretty. So that's three different colorways. I used one for the brim which was a different colorway, and then I used two for the- But they're all beautiful together. I yeah. thought they were like, oh man, this feels so creamy. It's mm -hmm. nice. So I used one for the Funny. brim. I had like a little partial ball, and then I striped, did like one row stripes of With the other green. two colors. Um, so the, and then I have two more balls of this left, but it's not by weight enough to knit another hat, so I have to figure out what I'm gonna do with it, but um, that's just a basic beanie. This, what are we on? Number five? One, two, I know that three, hat. four. This is number five. This is... Tinkin' Knits, right? Yes. Um, I, and I can't remember the name, and I've knit that one. Clay... Clay Quat? Oh, uh, yeah. It's, Something like that. Yeah. Um, which, when I started it, it I had... It was like working through it, through the pattern, and I was like, I've knit this before. And I cannot... I have no record of it. I don't remember why I knit it. I don't remember who I gave it to because I don't own the hat. I don't remember what yarn it was, but I don't think it was that long ago that I knitted this exact pattern and I didn't realize it until I started the hat that I was like, I know I've done this. You know this. what? When we went on it's our gal trip, hat. we talked about it because you were doing it and I think that's, or one, mm -hmm. or maybe I did it. I don't know. We were doing it at the same time. No, that was a different hat. No, yeah, you got, you. that was, because um, I was working on it as a client. No, no but that was, right, a that was a hat. different hat. I don't remember. That was yeah, I don't know. And now that I was like, I thought about it a little harder. I don't know if I actually finished that hat. Like I remember working on it, but I don't know. Anyway. Um, so this is a rusty orange color. This yarn is Hobby Lobby. It's the same one that this little sweater is. Um, oh, 
I think oh, they go together. Well, that would be a Sorry. really big-headed baby. <laughs> um, I think the yarn. Know, I wouldn't rule it out. I think the yarn is called Must Be Merino, and it's like a merino blend. That's a kind of nice yarn. It is a nice yarn. Yeah. It splits a little bit, but it has good stitch definition. And then the um, Fair Isle is two colors of Kenzie that I had in my stash for a while. Um, and then this I knit last night while I was watching the debate, so I was knitting really fast because I was really frustrated, which oh, tends to happen when I'm God. watching something that's not exciting, but, you know, get yeah. your heart rate up. So I knitted pretty quick, so I finished a hat last night. Um, so you call this your stress hat? Yes. Um, <laughs> it was a beautiful thing to come out of. What was that? Yeah. A stressful thing to watch. What was that color? That's gorgeous. This it's is... Like midnight violet purple. The colorway is called Goth Princess. <laughs> totally see it. And it's from Beauty Mark Yarns. My friend Mariah is a yarn dyer on Instagram. This is one of her colors that I had left over from uh, the Ripple Bralette. DK that I knit, like I test knit uh, probably last year, I don't remember um, or maybe it was earlier this year, but this was left over from that so that was a partial ball and then I'm working on my hand spun hat so that will be maybe hat 7 or 8, I don't remember <laughs> but I've kind of just like, I finish a hat and then I go into my stash and I find some fun ball of yarn and then I go on Ravelry and I look up a pattern and then I knit a hat and then yeah. I do it again Why I say that hats are like knitting chocolate yeah, like they're very fast, fun. They're satisfying. Yep. You feel good when you're done. Yep. Um, last time we talked, I was working on a blanket, um, a corner-to-corner -corner yes. crocheted blanket for a bridal shower gift, and I finished that, and I gave it to the recipient, and she loved it. Um, that was five colors of, uh, like, an acrylic worsted weight, and I made a rectangle-shaped um corner to corner which was very fast and the um girl I gave it to is a crocheter so I knew she would appreciate all the hard work that went into it and when she saw it she was like oh this is so pretty what stitch is this it was like she was like it looks really great it's like a granny square and I was like oh it's called corner to corner it's very easy it's you know really easy and fast and I was like wait no it took me a very long time and it's very yeah. complicated hey, come on <laughs> and she was like oh yeah okay totally <laughs> <laughs> splash flower on your yep. face <laughs> no it was very difficult um so I finished that. You can't afford me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've also made a bunch of masks this week because I found a new pattern that I really like. So if you sew your own masks, I came across this tutorial on YouTube called the Reverse Nose Fold Improved Face Mask. That's the name of the pattern. Yeah, um, reverse yeah. nose fold. I have one in mind that I've been wanting what? to try. That it's the that's the name we, of the YouTube video. Reverse nose fold improved face mask by Sophie Passmore. So it is a regular pleated mask with elastic ear loops, but it has a little fold over at the top. So when you wear it, that little part comes up and goes over your nose. So it like, if you oh. wear glasses, I'm talking with a mask on oh, right now. Oh, it keeps them from fogging. So you don't have to have a, like a wire. It just keeps it yeah. like oh, right on your nice. mouth or on your nose. That would say one minute. Yes. There, which counts. <laughs> and the way that she designs it is very smart. Pattern. Um, so I really, really like this pattern. Um, the YouTube video is, um, all, I think she's British cause she gives, um, centimeters but she I didn't realize that when I was watching the video in the description there's like written out like by inches because I had to go in my calculator and figure out like okay 22 centimeters is eight and a half or whatever it was so but it's all written out in the description of the video so don't do like I did and just watch that 
Um, but I've been sewing a bunch of masks because I was making, um, I found Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas fabric for some of my um, family members who were like, oh, I want festive masks. So um, I made a bunch of those this week too. So that is what I have finished recently. I have a similar list of finished objects if you only segment out the hats part and only the part where you talked about basic beanies. Because <laughs> um, I really, other than the things I'm working on actively, finished things for our classes uh -huh. in the last, since we last talked. So I finished five simple hats. So one of my goals at the beginning of the year was to um, was to have a cache of baby hats that my husband could steal from when there's a baby shower so that no more of this the night before could you whip something mm -hmm. up. So um, I had bought this yarn from Michael's that they were selling in these like little tiny balls. Maybe, maybe they're 50 gram balls, but they were only like 78 yards per ball. And um, to illustrate the steps of my simple hat class, I made five of those and I'm going to make like uh, maybe four more. Mm -hmm. uh, but they stopped carrying it in that tiny cute little ball. And they were like cheerful really fun colors. Yeah. The yarn's called Capri. They still have Capri but it's um, less colors and 100 gram balls. Mm -hmm. But it's like $3.99 a ball. And it's similar to that yarn, the Mandala yarn I was talking uh -huh. about. Mm -hmm. A lot of plies, 100% like acrylic, a lot of energy, so it's like it keeps its shape. Do you find if a lot of plies can be splitty? It depends on how much twist they put into the multi-plies. I don't have a lot of trouble with it. It depends on the needle sometimes you use, yeah. too. One time um, I was reading tips about that, and they're like, don't continental and don't use pointy needles. And I was like, well, then just well, don't, don't knit. talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, if you're going to tell me I can't do that, then I can't knit. Um, I find that sometimes I don't have a problem knitting, but some things don't want to crochet as well. Yeah, I'll find, like, that's fair. Like, I had some hedgehog fiber um, that I love, and I've never had a problem with it knitting, but the entire time I was working on it, I was working, ah, there's nothing I finished. I finished another sample. No, actually, I take it back. I only got two thirds because I only got as much as I needed to for the video. And it's not finished. It's not finished. <laughs> but the entire time I'm crocheting with it, I'm having to edit the video because it was splitting and splitting mm. and splitting and splitting. I'm like, okay, this is taking up a lot of time. Um, Just watching me correct a splitty yarn. I don't mean to break into your time, but I forgot to mention. No, Anne. That's I forgot fine. to mention I why I was knitting all these hats. I have Very a plan nice. for them. Oh. Um, I'm going to keep. The one with the monos with like the speckles and stuff just because I really like it. But the rest are going in a box or a bag or something. And then next time we go camping with my family or something, I'm just going to put the box out and say, everybody, please take a hat. Aww. So I'll get Aww. rid of them. Because I was like, oh, yeah, this is fun to knit. But I'm like, I, then I went through a box for? and I was like, I have so yeah. many freaking hats. I don't need any more hats. Yeah. James doesn't need any more hats. So I'm like, I'm just going to knit them because they're fun. And then I'll find homes for them. That sounds lovely. <laughs> They're Cinderella hats. Yep. I just cleared... Five big hefty bags of clothes, which are mostly sweaters and scarves, hand knit stuff that I don't, and I goodwill them because I want, th because I want that to go to to a place where people are at that season where it is not going to always be 110 degrees where we <laughs> live, and people and it's the local one to Fillmore, so they'll stay there hopefully. Okay, um, sorry. Yeah. Um, I didn't. 
Yeah, and that's about it. Have no. A lot. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, no, I also um, finished one twirly skirt, which is another class coming up on our class mm. schedule. Um, so fun. Yeah. So fun. Uh, but that's it. I have literally, like, I think last time you guys said I'm working on class samples, and I was like, whatever. Right. That's <laughs> all I can work on. <laughs> and then this time, it's like, okay, just class samples. That's it. It's not that I don't enjoy class samples, but I don't feel like I accomplish as much. Yeah, I mean, I'm really happy. I mean, I like samples, what I do, but. Yeah, the samples I'm talking about are all going to have a bigger purpose than just being a class sample like um i i got a a new year goal out of the way Mm -hmm. to build up that cash for kevin and then um i love making those twirly skirts for maribella Mm -hmm. she could just live in one of those every day once a month it seems from when we cleaned out her i'm looking forward to sewing again but i had to get some i had to get some other projects off my plate Mm -hmm. yeah um okay well, I think since we finished our, what are we working on? What have we finished? We're going to jump into our topic of the episode. Um, this idea was Anne's idea, so I'm going to let her okay. talk about it. Well, um, I <laughs> we lost a lot of people last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, we're all sad about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And um, I'm going to tell this in a lightly funny way. Um <laughs> Karen and I were commiserating on the Friday that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. I had a class. She was here working on stuff. And um, I was just thinking about other influential people who I knew were suffering and sick right at that time. Mm-hmm. And I said, what if, what if Kat Forty died this weekend? Mm-hmm. And then she died on Saturday morning. She had posted I, how she I had, was, very was sick. I of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I knew she was sick. From, she's, yeah, she posted that she was sick. Yeah. She handled her... Because she is she, something she of a got pup. To, she got to say her narrative and not... She got to say... Control, control her narrative. Control yeah. her narrative. Uh, that's good. Yeah, because she is something of a public figure who's touched many of our knitting lives. Mm-hmm. Um, she did it with a lot of grace and um, thoughtfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, we were very, very honored many times, uh, quite a few times, to be her only West Coast stop. Oh. Um, when we worked at Anna Kappa Fine Yarns. I didn't know we were her only, but I know we were like... There was a couple times where we were the only place that she went. She came all the way down just for us, and she didn't go anyplace else mm-hmm. in Southern California. It was usually or at Northern California. Usually attached to TNNA. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was always nice to have her in town. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought it would be neat to like share, because we were privileged to get to spend time with her for real, and not mm-hmm. just through her books and patterns, and um, through the knitters that she, you know, I, I was thinking about how she really was the, like, we all rise with the rising tide, you know, if she thought you had something special to share, she was mm-hmm. about lifting you up and helping you figure out the best way to share that. I mean, that's what the Knit Squirrel book is about mm-hmm. and her foreword, um, Jenny's surprisingly stretchy bind off. Mm-hmm. Um, is she the one who kind of popularized the cast on? Judy Becker did it, but but it's but because she did a YouTube an early YouTube mm-hmm. video when there it was new on the um, how to do it. Mm-hmm. Judy's magic cast on. Yep. Which re- really toe up socks. That's what made toe up socks really birthed it as a thing. 
because it was a way of being able to get your stitches on without um, mm-hmm. you know, going the other way and grafting. Um, so I th- I was thinking of the thing I always and I was I was it, I've always had a hard time embracing it until it like became ubiquitous as my like all the time bind off almost was her teaching Jenny surprisingly stretchy bind off. That's something that um, is in almost every project. Yeah. I, and mm-hmm. almost every class that I teach. Um, and I have to say that um, I laughed when she said that it had elasticity and reverse elasticity because mm. that is what elasticity is. <laughs> it goes out and it comes back in. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also, in one of her classes, learned the, uh, because I was, just had what needles I had, um, I had a metal needle on one half of my two, you know, two socks with mm-hmm. two circulars, and a plastic needle with my other half, and one was hugely different row height. Mm. And that's when I, like, was, oh my god, I will only use the same, the same makeup of needle, I will swatch with the needle I'm going to yep. use. Um, Good practices. Yeah. So that, um, those are the two things that have mm-hmm. really stuck with me. Also, her alligator thing. I can't even remember what, how she taught it, but she would teach you about the hungry alligator. <laughs> she always had great doing... stories. She's a storyteller. Yeah. Well, she's a, nat- she was a professional teacher and a natural teacher. Mm-hmm. Like her stories from Mobius. It goes, dives down like a dolphin. Oh, yeah. And then it jumps up in the air and becomes a yeah. bird. And then that it goes so... down and it dives back down yes. and becomes a dolphin again. <laughs> so the Mobius cast on, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, we were lucky working at Anna Kappa to be able to take classes with her. And I don't remember, I think I, I only remember taking one class with her at Anna Kappa. I, I think she visited us more than once, but mm-hmm. I... I can't. I remember taking one sock class with her. Um, I want to say maybe three visits, but I distinctly remember two. Yeah, I think three. I remember working during one of the workshops, and I didn't take it. And I did take her whatever her current sock. Sweet tomato. Insouciant. Yeah, oh. sweet tomato heels. Yeah, I took insouciant. Um, so I remember taking classes with her, and um, one thing that I remember from that class, I was trying to think about like what I learned from her, you know, whatever. And I don't know if she's the inventor of the Mobius in like the knitted form, but she definitely popularized it. Definitely. I think she made it accessible. Yeah. It's a a highbrow math concept. It is. And I still don't a hundred percent understand it, but I have did them before and they're fun. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I took away from the sock class. I remember one thing I always do is in that class, she, um, had you, like trace the foot to yes. like measure. Gotta do it. I still um like if I'm knitting socks for other people, I'll have them trace their foot so I can measure it. Absolutely. And then once she told me, like as like an offhanded thing that she doesn't weave in her ends on her socks. Oh yeah. She I... just lets them hang out in the inside yes. until like you've worn them and you see how they're gonna wear and then maybe you'll weave them in. And I was like, so I have permission not to weave in the yes. ends of my sock. And she was like, yeah, totally. I do that too. So I still and remember I think, that. <laughs> yes, that's a good. That's a good one because when I leave it in there, of course, like if I have any dog ears that I need yeah. to like, tidy up, I'll use it for that. But I leave it in there and I think about how it protects the wear and tear because mm-hmm. that's a place where I totally wear out my socks. Yeah, and you do not want that on your hand knit socks. 
Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I um, just remembered that as we were talking. I was like, she told me it was okay to do that. She's just so cool about thinking about things from different any directions. I can't find any of my sock books from her. I've got my Mobius Yeah, books. the way that she thought about things was so different yeah. and inventive. It's like a lot of concepts that we have in knitting are thanks to Capordi. Yeah. Like, you know, pioneering it. So Well, I so, thought it was very clever when I got my first set of in, of interchangeable needles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I went back to the um, to the shop the next day and I was like, Lois, I figured out that you can use two circ you can make two sets of circulars out of these by one small needle on this mm-hmm. one. And she's like, Yeah, and that's in the instructions from Kat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> I didn't read it as far goodness. That's one of the things. So I was she was the first one to that I know to really do toe up because she had a little booklet and by uh, that says socks soar on two circulars. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember that. Um, it was it it was where you were taking. I can't even explain how she did, but it was great because it no when you're it doesn't matter the diameter of your sock whether it's big or small when they're split in half you don't have to have all those other needles hanging mm-hmm. out. One of the things I learned from her wrote from a class that when at um, that Lois had taken from her was how inventive she was, very innovative in the way she thought about socks and the sock structure. Yeah. So, for instance, when she, uh, one of the early sock books that she did with, and she wrote she she where you she would um, move the increases or decreases. That a lot of them were toe up, but they weren't necessarily. The idea was that, you know, traditionally we have our shaping mm-hmm. on the sides of the sock, but they don't have to be on the sides. They could be underneath. The Coriolis. The cori- oh, they yeah. could be. They could swirl mm-hmm. around. Oh, the they co- could be a start. I learned the star toe. I learned the afterthought yes. heel. I did, learned all these techniques because what is a heel but a toe? Yeah. You know, shape. Right. And she also, like, I remember in one of those sock classes, mm-hmm. I made the little... She had the little, little sock to- overnight, sock. yeah. And then we, like, I think I was picking her up in the morning, and I was like, "Oh, look what I did!" And um, I love this toe, but I'm curious about your other toe. She's like, "Who says that this? You have to do the same toe and yeah. heel on this sock? Like, you know, you I could just do four different. I just remembered I have taken two classes with her because now that I think about it, I did the sweet tomato heels, and then I did the one where you made like the footprint, and then you cut it open and you knit the leg. Oh, oh okay, it looked Houdini. It looked like a potato yes. that you opened up and then all you did, you picked it up and you just went up the leg. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I've taken two of her classes now. Yeah. I just remembered. <laughs> I first... took something from her at TNNA, mm-hmm. but right now it escapes me what it was. But I was late because I just, I didn't plan driving from Long Beach very well, but I was actually going to be perfectly on time. Mm-hmm. But I got to the Long Beach Convention Center and there was someone trying to pay for their parking with a check. Oh <laughs> and, and I was like, go, can I pay for your parking? Can I? And then, with a um, check. <laughs> so I ran in and she's like, Oh, nice of you to join us, Anne. I was like, yeah, she remembers She's me. such a teacher. Oh, actually, she saw my name yeah, on the one person that's not here. <laughs> Hello, Anne. <laughs> she was really great about using your name, actually. Which, yeah. Again, her natural teacherness. Yep. Um, the first, uh, yeah. I was so intimidated the first time I took a class, but not by her. The very, I was a fairly new knitter, and why I was doing socks, I don't know. 
That's just what I bonded. Was that was that was my baby bird yeah. bonding yep. on knitting thing. And I took a <laughs> you class. You imprinted on it. I imprinted on mommy. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, but I was sitting next to Shannon Oki and some other really big name rock star people that they got it right away. Uh, it took me the first half of the class just to figure the cast on. And I felt so, and I didn't even want to leave for lunch, but she's like, I kind of have to lock up, so you need to go. <laughs> but... <laughs> Over lunch, but she was so patient and she was yeah. always really, really encouraging. She was, she was so chill and relaxed about everything. Mm-hmm. It was like, it's just a sock, no big deal. I was thinking, I think the first introduction to her I had was watching her on Nitty Gritty. I think she was in an episode of that, and I don't Probably. remember what she taught, but mm-hmm. I feel like I remember her being on that show. I feel show. left out. You both were on that show. You shouldn't feel left out. No. <laughs> don't worry the about anemone it. hat with the yeah. little twisty things. Maybe. I think yeah. that might have been yes. what it was. Yeah. Uh, the umbilical cord hat. No, no, it's like got an all over a little anemone. twist yeah, that's pattern where you like pull out a strand of yarn between stitches and you like twist it and then I have it's what? it's it looks How like teeny tiny little dreadlocks. Yeah, this it's, one. It's both like Oh, that, that one. Yeah, that you one. should add that to your hat pattern. I don't know who in my <laughs> family would wear it. A dread, but then, a dread like, hat. I have the same thought about that hat. But then I see people wearing it, and it's like it's so, really cute so on this kid. With joy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, like so cute for a bald baby. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it also just looks fun to knit. Yeah, I um, I almost another thing I think about about her is um. Like her love of her daughter and grandson. Oh, the yes. Charlie boat, the Charlie boat hat. Well, I actually I think about how she when she was introducing us to the foot cutout, mm-hmm. and she had the foot cutouts for him, and she was imagining having them go, you know, having them on her wall as arts. Mm-hmm. Cause, so she actually had them made out of a like wood a very or thin wood. Um, and now he's a big boy. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I know. Hope and I think how old he must be because yeah. in one of her first books where she talked about um, the different types of increases and in the retail up. She has one that's called the Charlie Boat hat, the Charlie Boat socks, mm. because it was something about the way the increases lined up reminded her of when her daughter was in labor in with, and she told the story about it, and you just felt like you were part of her family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She made it, you know, she was just so relaxed about everything. Yeah. I really, really would have loved to be part of that design she, where they had special intent, intensive design workshops up uh, up in Washington. But they only did it a, a couple times, and by yeah. the time I got around to it, they were already done. Yeah. yeah. That would have been really special. I would have um, flown up there for that. That would yeah. be awesome. Well, goodness, that island, because I think it was on her island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love those islands off of Seattle. I got mis- I got an email from her once. I, she mistook me to first Karen, uh, Karen, <laughs> uh, what's her name, who of Addie? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yes. Giselle? <laughs> yeah, she, because she, Karen Giselle lives up there oh. and was, was, planning on had asked a previously if she could use you know hang out at her property or something and i'm like oh that's so awesome i'm not the right karen but thank, thank you, you so much for thinking of me thank <laughs> you for at least having me in your rolodex of emails yeah if you haven't knit a cap wordy pattern or looked at her you know patterns that closely you should look her up on ravelry and and knit something of hers because you'll look, find like the treasury of magical knitting 
It tells stories. I it's like it's awesome. All of her books are digitized now. And mm-hmm. um, it looks like it. I think she did that four or five years ago. Hey, I think the cat bed. Oh, I gotta do the cat bed. I've got a cat now. I, I think I'm gonna finally do the felts, which are those funny the little felted slippers. slipper things. Yeah, yeah. she and, has, uh, which I didn't realize a whole. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. She has a oh, whole. These bowls are cool. You can make that while wearing, while watching um, Lovecraft Country. That tentacle hat. <laughs> the tentacle. Oh, that would be. Uh, she has a, a whole pattern book. Um, Cat's family of fingerless mitts. There's 25 patterns. Oh wow. And they're all really cool. And it looks like most of them are knit like sideways and garter stitch with various um, like textures and stuff. They're all really pretty. Anyway. Um, I need to teach a Mobius class. The Felf mm-hmm. book that money felf. goes to. Felf? They're like elf like slippers. Like elf slippers. Oh, but they're felted they have like a elf. cool Yeah, they have like a cool shaping to them, of course. Yeah, I've never knit those. Um, but all the money for that book goes to cancer research. Mm. Uh, oh, wow. To one particular researcher who she thought has, she thinks has, she thought had the oh, best. Oh, that's right. I read that. Because um, um, she was. impact on Yeah. It. She was um, promoting that book and idea the last time we had her. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been out there a long time, but not like The he Art of Felts. Felted yeah. footwear for families. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel I should stop what I'm doing and knit one of her patterns or something. Oh, yeah. Because it just seems appropriate. Yeah. That's okay. what her Instagram kind of featured the I last made one weeks of her before her death. Mobius sling bags. And I was forever. <laughs> it wore out, and I re and I wove um, wool into it and washed it to refelt and fill in the places. <laughs> it didn't quite work out like I'd hoped because once things are felted, they don't want to accept new felt. Oh, yeah, they're closed. It's a closed <laughs> system, huh? It's like, no, you cannot come in. You can't You're quite at our table. <laughs> you are not popular. <laughs> but, yeah, I loved... That was such a great sling bag. So comfortable. Mm-hmm. We um, had one of those felted baskets the around, mobius baskets yeah. at anna mm-hmm. kappa for like as long as i worked there it sat yeah. on a shelf i made it <laughs> oh there you go did it go home with you or <laughs> it did i think it was i think i donated it to uh, a um auction mm. at some point because it, it was yeah i made the little uh felted bowl it looked very similar to the one on this on the cover yeah but it was with aubergine i was gonna say wasn't it purple it was a it was two a strand of aubergine and oregano lamb's pride worsted Mm. um yeah well well she was very special and we were really lucky to get to interact with her and build some real memories with her yeah um i also enjoyed her amusement like we got to go what is that restaurant la oh in santa barbara Barbara? yeah i don't know i didn't go oh you didn't no i don't know why you did go Uh uh-uh I don't remember. Well, Katie didn't join us I for this know. fun thing. But Terry forgot her sweater in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she, you know, she lives in the, you know, way north, Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Um, and uh, Terry's no slouch for cold, I'm sure, because she grew up in, in Wisconsin. But uh, it was a nice 65 degree day, I'd say, in, San- in Ventura and then into Santa Barbara and Terry ran back for her sweater, which is probably some delightful cashmere thing she found. Right. And um, Kat was like, ugh. Not, actually, she said something a little bit more lighthearted than ugh. But, <laughs> like, 
like a half laugh or something. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, yes, us winterns are hothouse flowers. I mean, don't you know? 68 to 72. Yep. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what is that restaurant called? I'm trying to figure it's it out right three now. three words. It was Julia Child's favorite Mexican restaurant in Santa Barbara. It's the only time I've ever been there. And I've been back because, and that grew an obsession with homemade tortillas. Mm. Mm. La Super Rica. That's it. La Super Rica Taqueria. Yeah, that's it. They yep. only take you cash. Make, can you make your own tortillas? I have for like a short time after going there several times. Because um, I have a heavy duty press, a cast iron press now that presses them nice and thin. I have a, a press, I think, unless they got rid of it in the kitchen remodel. If they were smart, they didn't. They wouldn't <laughs> have because someday I'll want to make them again. And there's nothing like Kevin goes fishing and they're mm. out fishing all day. Fish and they bring home so fresh caught fish, and he fixes up the fish, and I've made homemade tortillas, Yum. and it's like, who would want to live? What a lovely else? symbiotic relationship! Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're lucky to have known Cat Barty and in the way that we did. And mm-hmm. She's a very special woman. Touched so touched the lives well, of so many people. When you're talking about like her pointing out that you don't have to put the increases in conventional places. What do you th- what do you think it about assigning? Well, what do you think about assigning that methodology and thinking to the fact that all the innovative sweaters that have come? Yeah, mm-hmm. or like, like that. Um, what is that sweater? Con- oh, oh, contiguous. A continuous. Contiguous. Yeah, a contiguous. Yeah. Um, Sh- shoulder. Shoulder. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. I think about as a knitting teacher myself, the fact that she as a teacher was so encouraging and like mm-hmm. welcoming and helpful that yeah. I'm sure so many people went away because she taught hundreds of classes yeah. all over the country yeah. that yeah. so many people probably went away from her classes feeling encouraged mm-hmm. and hopeful and excited about knitting. Do, that they could do something that they didn't know they could mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. That alone, that like that impact alone, I think is. And she could take something esoteric and make it something that. She had such like she weird picked... analogies for things. Yeah, that which I loved. But I like adored. it totally would stick They're with like you. Folks, they were folk stories. Yeah. That you, and she was a natural born storyteller. Yes. But that story was easier to remember than if you were in a technical class. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, who will ever forget the dolphin and the bird? I know, well, I, I never got it. Yeah. But... Oh, well, you did. <laughs> but I haven't ever completed a Mobius I project. should like go back and That's watch that. I made one. Uh, the is that from the video for the cast on? She has some other analogy like that about a bird like goes up and then it dives down and it catches like the fish or something. I don't remember. I'd have to go back and watch it. I also think she had one about like when you do um, Judy's magic cast Uh on Uh something about like grabbing the boyfriend and pulling him through or something like that. Oh, I miss that one. (laughs) I always think about one that I remember from. I don't remember what class she taught. Like a lifted increase or no oh, yeah. it was like the mother stitch and the yes. daughter stitch yeah. oh, that's how i still yes. teach it yeah right, the left leaning and right le- it's yeah. a lifted l l i or an r l i yeah 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 that's you how have i remember the, it, you have the mother analogy. the daughter and the grand the grandmother stitch the mother stitch and the daughter stitch other way but I mean, people yeah, can't see daughter, how you're right. yeah. People can't see how you were gesturing, but yes, the other way. <laughs> Those three terms. Yeah. Just I pretend it. I said it right. Because you, you don't right. know which way I, my hands were. Your gestures needed <laughs> correction. That matters on an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can um, see how wrong I got. <laughs> uh, well, and it's a real 
it is a real bummer that mm-hmm. she is gone because I like with Bader Ginsburg, somebody who blazed new paths that brought us all along. Yep. D- very different uh, method, of, you know, different paths to, to blaze, but amazing. Yeah, amazing you wonder how, how many people, how many designers grew because of her and how yeah, many designers she, were encouraged from them there's mm-hmm. just this ripple this she opened this, this cat these, ripple these thought doors that she opened yeah that you can't even tabulate what those created in other people right her attitude though let's just try it yeah let's see it yeah, I mean, it's just yarn. Like. Why not? <laughs> Give it a try. What's it, what's you gonna what's it gonna hurt? Yeah, <laughs> uh, a lovely person who is very savvy in so many things in mm-hmm. her business, in her creativity. Yes, uh, her books. She published. She was self published before people were self published. Mm-hmm. She um, went through the whole printing and all of that herself. She was an innovator in ways that. Even in the, even in, like I said, just publishing. Mm-hmm. So she maintained the rights. Yeah, she was passing pause press, and I wonder. I guess I hadn't looked up. Um, so she wrote novels too. Tre- uh, Treasure Force in two thousand three. Mm-hmm. Um, she likes nothing better than to have a knitting experience go awry because it means very interesting, possibly never before seen things are soon to be revealed. When not teaching workshops, she leads a quiet and blessed life tucked away in the woods on a remote island in the Pacific Northwest. That really, wow. Yeah. She, she wrote really well about herself. I mean, because that <laughs> truly just, she knew herself well enough to describe it. That's mm-hmm. good. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, we are reading a book right now called um, The Island of Sea Women by Lisa C. And that episode of our book club podcast will come out in two weeks from today when this episode came out. Um, so if you wanted to pick up that book and read along with us, then you still have um, a couple weeks to do that. Um, otherwise, we will see you next month for obsessions. our November. Oh, yeah. Obsessions. I forgot about Obsessions. I oh, my gosh. Say. I already did the outro. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who wants <laughs> to do an Obsession? <laughs> I am obsessed with the books of N.K. Jemison. Um, I am on the third book of a trilogy and I'm already looking at her, her, I just got a notice from Amazon that she's got a brand new book coming out and I'm like, ooh, I'm on to that. Um, I love her sci-fi. There's elements of it where you can see there's racialness, oppression, but it's not about races of humans with skin color or anything. It's more of the stone eaters versus these humans and these origins. Mm. It's a, it's sci-fi and social commentary at the same time. Um, I am obsessed with two things. Both are things to watch. Mm-hmm. One is the new show on Amazon Prime called Utopia. It's a oh, real I just, yeah, I'm on episode four. I love effed it. up thing to watch right now. <laughs> yes, <it is. laughs> yes, that is because it centers around a pandemic and a mm. vaccine. And there's a warning at the beginning of like this does not reflect the current. Oh no, <laughs> clear. They're like, should we release it? Should we wait? <laughs> um, it's cathartic in the way that um, watching Outbreak at the beginning of this was cathartic, yeah. uh, which is a terrible, great movie. Um, and it's really good, and you miss a lot. Because I already have watched one and three again, because I watched it by myself, and my I was like, I think you guys would like this. And I started over, and when I rewatched those three episodes to, for them to catch up with me, I m- saw a ton of things I missed. So I'm going to rewatch it again. Because it's mm. very good, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I miss things. 
Um, and then because I was out of things to watch last night, I started The Vow, which is about the Nexium cult. Mm. It's, um, is it a documentary? It's a docu-series. I love documentaries about cults. <laughs> okay, you won't, well, because here's the thing. Oh, I started this. Okay. And like NX. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I started it. I haven't watched um, that much into it, but I, I have started it. two or three episodes last night. Mm. And what, and since you're in already, mm-hmm. like, the thing that sucks the most about this evil man <clears throat> is that he has a lot of great ideas. Uh-huh. Like, if only he could live the way he's espousing us to live. Right. And if only he weren't, like, a disgusting predator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is that he's bar Like, I can see that there's parts of Scientology. There's parts of... Um, mm. uh, this one doesn't... Um, Synanon, which is that, like, self-evaluation... Um, tear Mm -hmm. apart every little thing that you is limiting you or whatever so and those are all kind of culty bad things also Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they have great ideas sometimes that go with them and um yeah if only we could live the way that he espouses and i think that a former employer i had was really teaching us these things Mm. no scary sex cult part good but, um, (laughs) but definitely it was a he was like brainwashing you to do the work he wanted you to do right. in the way that he wanted you to do it. I, and not all of it was bad. Um, I realized as you were talking, I haven't watched that, but I did watch Hulu has a series, or it's on Hulu, called Cults and Extreme Belief. And Ooh. each episode is about a different cult. And I nice. think that's what I'm thinking of is they interview like former members of cults and stuff. So they have one about Nexium and... Uh, uh, just all, a bunch of different things, so I um, think that's what I was actually thinking I'm about. I'm about to dive back into Camp Monsters. <gasps> I know! They're back with new episodes. I haven't, I haven't listened, listened yet. yet. But then while I was searching for that, because I couldn't remember what it was called, uh-huh. um, I came across Scary Stories to Tell in the Pod, and it looks like they're doing oh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark kind of stories, yeah. and there's like a lot of them, so I'm excited to listen yeah. to that. Camp Monsters is great. That was one of my so um, obsessions probably last, last year. year. Yeah, um, I borrowed your obsession because it was fantastic. It's an REI produced podcast, and it's very good. They're it's very fun. So I haven't listened to the new season it's yet. Perfect for this time of the year. And yep. I was listening to it late at night. Here. I have to listen to it like in the broad daylight because I get too spooked. <laughs> I was listening to it late at night here Mm-mm. while I was working on something, and it was like dark, and then I left, and it was. Yeah. And, like, you're here. I'm more used to that now, I uh-huh. think, the sounds and the patterns around here, because there are people around here all hours. Yeah. Um, but then last year at this time, like... Yeah. Spooky. <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm obsessed with the song. Um, Miley Cyrus did a cover <laughs> of um, Blondie's Heart of Glass that oh. she performed live for, like... Um, like an iHeartRadio performance, whatever. Um, And I think it just was a week or two ago. So you could go on uh, YouTube and watch the video. Um, Her performance is great. Her voice is amazing. And I like, you know, I like Miley Cyrus, like as a, Mm -hmm. whatever. I don't listen to a lot of her music, but this cover is like, I listen to it like on repeat in my car because it's really fun to listen to. And by popular demand, she released like the... um, digital on Spotify or wherever so you nice. could listen to it apart from being on YouTube but it's a very fun listen so I highly she recommend is a talent she's very Even talented she is a little hard to take sometimes yeah <laughs> we were just I was just talking about that with James the other day because we were watching um 
they have those documentary series where it's like the 60s, the 70s, the yeah, 80s. Yeah, yeah. We were watching the 2000s and the music episode, and they were talking about Lady Gaga. And, or no, 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 it was the 90s, and they were talking about Madonna. And when she performed um, Like a Virgin, yep. like on stage, oh, and how everybody was like, oh my gosh, so shocked. Yeah. And then Miley Cyrus does the same thing, you know, with the foam finger and that, like, classic thing. And everybody was like, oh, my God, so shocked. But, like, you know, Madonna paved the way so Miley could, you know, run. Yeah. And she did. Yes. Heart of Glass. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really fun to listen to. So that's my recommendation. Um, Okay. So um, rewind five minutes and listen to my outro. (laughs) And we'll see you guys in a month. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.